Welcome to Totally Weird and Twisted. Your hosts, Katie and Mandy, will be joining you in a moment. Hello, friends. Hello. Welcome back. The twats are back. We's back. Cheers, Mandy. You know what I noticed we don't do? And we're going to start hurt because we used to. Welcome back to Totally Weird and Twisted Podcasts. Oh my God. I'm Mandy. I'm Katie. And I'm so sorry that we forgot to do that for the last few episodes. And we always cheers each other. And I just remembered to do that this time. (laughs) (laughs) That's like been a thing since the beginning. We're always like, cheers. And we always try and find cups that make the noise because before we did video. But they never do. No, we we're like, oh, we use this kind of cup. We've used, like, we've had to describe it when it didn't make noise. Beautiful wine glass. And it's still like, tink. it's not like, tink. yeah, so it doesn't mm-hmm. work. So I think a lot of people use mm-hmm. um, sound effects for that. Yeah. Well, we don't have to, because we're using clear cups. Yeah, so and listen you can to this tink. Oh, <laughs> that was amazing. We're just hydrating right now. On With, coconut seltzer. Water. With seltzer. Seltzer, coconut water. Yeah. Yeah. LaCroix, that's shit. With vodka. <laughs> All right. So, one of the things I was telling you about that I want to talk about before your really fun story that I <laughs> promised I, I wouldn't forget to tell. And I forgot that you promised. So, mm-hmm. if I have to endure that, you're going to have to endure this. Fun. Okay. What are we enduring? Stranger Things info. So I didn't realize it's been going on the whole like run of the show, but in this new season, season four, I'm not going to give any, probably not many spoilers. I, mean, I don't watch it. So, well, to them, if you, if right. you haven't finished it yet, then maybe just fast forward. Cause there might be some spoilers. I'm not sure. But the first thing I noticed that was super cool about season four is, is that a, it was like way more of an eighties horror movie vibe instead of like a sci-fi vibe. And then there's a scene in the very beginning where they're like looking out a window and you see sheets blown in the wind, hanging on a clothesline. And I was like, Ooh, definitely sounds like a this is movie. like Halloween. And I was expecting to see Michael Myers like pop up. Yeah. And then in another scene, you see someone running and they have a Michael Myers mask on and you're like, oh, okay. And then the guy who played Freddy Krueger, Robert England, mm-hmm. he has a cameo in it. Oh, cool. But his scene, so that's a tribute obviously to Freddy Krueger. But then there's a scene where he's in a jail cell and they're interviewing him, just like in Silence of the Lambs. So that was another one. But I found a website that says that there's 10 that are referenced in the whole series. Oh, cool. Or in season four specifically, I should say. And I really did notice it from like episode one. I was like, this is like a fantastic horror movie. Yeah, you find the Easter eggs. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. so cool. And some of them were super obvious, like the sheets hanging and stuff like that. So I didn't realize there was 10 though. So the first one that they talk about is it. Um, So the visions of the grandfather clock are much like Pennywise's balloons. So if you guys watch Stranger Things, if you see the grandfather clock dinging, you know, you've like been marked, like he's going to kill you, you know? Um, And that's how it is when you see the balloons and it, you're like, fuck, he found me, you know? So the person who sees the balloon or grandfather clock is the next target. The plot point isn't the only similarity to Stephen King's it. 
Vecna, who is the protagonist, we'll say, in the show, originally shows up as a person in their vision and then transforms into his true form. That is true of Pennywise as well. Pennywise was a shapeshifter. Um, Both also manifest themselves as their victims' worst fears and anxieties, which is a concept popular among several horror movies. Freddy Krueger. Much like Freddy Krueger, Vecna comes to invade the Stranger Things crew and their realities as he shows them visions of their worst twisted nightmares and fears. He comes unexpectedly and the victim's doom is certain once he makes himself known. Not to mention the way they did his face. He looks very Freddy-ish, like kind of burned and gross. Right, right. The Silence of the Lambs. One of the most notable scenes of Silence of the Lambs is when Clarice interviews Hannibal Lecter. It is the moment to gain understanding and clarity for Clarice uh, and the audience as to why Hannibal did what he did. So this is a scene I was talking about where Robert England is in a cell. So he was arrested for killing his wife and children. But really, I guess there was like tons of spoilers in this. (laughs) But I mean, it's been out for a while. Anyway, (laughs) we're just going to go with it. Um, Turn off now if you don't hear it. So he was arrested like 30 years prior for killing his wife and children but really it was Vecna that did it and super big spoiler alert his son is Vecna <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I'm so sorry um I'm just gonna put a big warning before this episode so you know that's a good idea it's a scene that remained memorable enough that when Nancy and Robin went to interview Victor Creel the comparison is like it's there it's like a very similar scene except he didn't have that shit on his face i don't know if hannibal no hannibal didn't in that scene anyway so there's a silence of the lambs reference michael myers what i didn't like about this freaking article is that the first michael myers thing i noticed was in like the first episode and it's not listed here oh that's interesting. Um, yeah like the sheets hanging was clearly i was just waiting for fucking michael myers pop out uh-huh um but this says so Eddie is a kid from the show. Uh-huh. Um, his uncle was telling a story to Nancy about a crime that had happened in their trailer park. And he referred to the killer as Michael Myers. Hmm. Just because it was that kind of, it was Michael Myers-esque. Because okay. he thought, the uncle thought it was Victor Creel. Like maybe he escaped prison because the murders were the same. Mm-hmm. So, but it's just because Vecna has returned let's see hellraiser this one i did not pick up on at all though vecna shares his overall methods with freddy his likeness is shared with pinhead from hellraiser so the only likeness i see from this is that he's bald <laughs> i don't think there's no pin sticking on his head his face is all like freddy krueger'd out he's got these cool things on the back that are like constantly moving huh. yeah it's real creepy looking but I didn't really get that part of the Hellraiser one. Mm-hmm. So this says both Vecna and Pinhead are demons from another world, despite their earthly origins. I didn't realize that Pinhead started out as human. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't either. I mean, I feel like I saw that maybe like Forever 20 ago. years ago. Yeah. The Amityville Horror. So Vecna in the Upside Down lives in the abandoned house of Victor Creel, the mm. one that's in prison. He's the one I was telling you was in Penhurst. And I was like, oh my God, we have to go there, Katie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it was really cool how they did it though because you got to see what penhurst in a way in their vision mm-hmm. looked like when it was operational okay you know yeah so like when we go in there i'm gonna like be like oh these were rooms and oh, there were nurses here. Like I have like a visual of it now. Yeah. And I was like, we have to fucking go here. <laughs> but so, and I don't know again that I agree with this hundred percent, but they're saying that the house from the movie of the show is clearly fashioned after the Amityville horror house, which is not really true. Cause the Amityville horror house looks like a barn. Mm-hmm. This house looks like a dollhouse. So I don't really see. I mean, it shows it dark with like the lights on and shit, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I feel like that's reaching a little bit. This one I get Firestarter. Do you remember that movie with mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore when she was kid? I don't. Um, I didn't either until I started looking into it. I was like, oh my God, I totally saw this. Mm-hmm. I don't um, think I ever saw it. It was a clear inspiration in Stranger Things. In both, there is a girl experienced emotional trauma while being experimented on by the government in their attempts to give them superpowers. And that's exactly what they do with Elle, you know, and they're doing that big time in season four. Okay. So I see that. Poltergeist. This one I did not see. The ideas of ghosts and exorcisms were thrown around during the season and many couldn't explain the sudden deaths taking place in Hawkins, which I won't give away all of those. I might've given away some already. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) there may have been a spoiler they were mentioned briefly when eddie's uncle discussed the creel's family death the possession of their bodies by vecna and floating is an idea closely associated to poltergeist a classic and memorable horror film while the ultimate explanation for the events is different than poltergeist it was interesting to see a different type of paranormal phenomenon discussed in stranger things than it has been in the past like this was totally different than any of the other seasons and it was like in the very first episode okay okay this is what like hooked me i've always liked stranger things but this season i was like holy fucking shit i love this show <laughs> this girl her eyes roll back in her head and eddie this cool kid with like long hair he's in the hellfire club he's like what the fuck she came to buy drugs from him <laughs> And her eyes were back in her head. She's a cheerleader, like a popular cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And she went to him for drugs because she had seen the clock. And Vecna had gotten in her head and she kept like hearing all this shit and like seeing all this like creepy stuff, you Mm -hmm. know? And so she wanted to block it out. So she was like, I'm going to be for drugs. So while she's in his trailer, her eyes were back in her head. And he's like, hello, hello. It's like, snap out of it. What's going on? And all of a sudden she her arms go out and she just like lifts up to the sky and her head's back and she's like like crucifix looking pose yeah and then like one arm breaks another arm breaks her leg breaks her head goes back her eyes start bleeding and i'm like jesus holy shit i love this season <laughs> like it was that has not happened in any other and all the victims that's how it happened uh-huh. so as soon as you're up in the air you're pretty much fucked mm-hmm. like that was it but anyway only two more Carrie, which I have also not seen since I was a, a wee teen. A wee teen. <laughs> <laughs> nice reference. <laughs> I was referencing her. Yeah. <laughs> In season four, viewers see L go through a more PG yet equally traumatic bullying situation as Carrie. She is bullied from the start of season four. So, and she is these little fucking 80s bitches are because they moved out of Hawkins because they had to protect L um 
She's bullied from the start of the season, so getting sloshed by a chocolate milkshake in front of the entire roller rink was an understandable breaking point. Okay. And she fucking, like, hit this girl in the face with a roller skate. Fun. Yeah. Sounds like my kind of girl. Yeah. So it wasn't as bad as, like, having pig's blood, you know, dumped all over you in the right. middle of your dance, but right. um, I see the reference. I wouldn't have seen it up front, mm-hmm. but after reading I'm like, okay, I mean, I get it right and then the it last doesn't sound one, like one that's like staring you in the face though right yeah but they like embarrassed her in front of like the whole roller rink and stuff where all mm-hmm. the cool kids were right all right so the last one is scream a notable part of the scream franchise is receiving information through the news so gail was an essential part of the screen of scream both as a reporter and in finding the killer similarly nancy develops her investigative skills in Stranger Things with the recent death in Hawkins while also trying to discover the killer on her own time. While Nancy does have quite a bit of experience in the field of evil and the supernatural from the events in the prior seasons, serial killers are something less familiar to her. And then um, turns out all seasons are connected to season four. It's really <laughs> amazing. Can you tell she's... I literally obsessed. finished it last night, so I'm like really high right now right so good right but anyway i thought that was interesting though because i was noticing that right i'm like wait a minute not only that even if you weren't noticing them like it's always cool to like find articles and you're like oh shit yeah and it's fucking cool that they stuck with the 80s theme because mm-hmm. the show is so 80s. I think that's what first drew, drew me to it. I was like, oh my God, I had that dancing Coke can in my room. Right. You know? Right. But all the horror movies they referenced were like 80s at best early, early 90s, 90s mm-hmm. horror movies. So I thought that was really neat. And then there's a scene where like balloons start popping. And then when they pop, like blood splatters everywhere, Ooh. which is totally another it reference. Mm-hmm. They didn't reference that in this article either, but bastards i caught it right anyway keep up anyway just kidding the show is definitely not for everybody but i fucking love it and at least season four if you're an 80s horror movie person it'd be fun to watch it just to like pick out where i'll just look for the little easter eggs yeah yeah Yeah. it was really cool anyway that's all i got for you tonight that sounds awesome it was really good for stranger things fans yes Yes, for me it was obviously. I'm like, oh my god, it's so great! Oh my god, did this happen? Did this yeah. happen? No, I do like that article though. How it like pulls. Yeah, I, I just thought those references such a smart thing for the creators of the show to do. Mm-hmm. Like that made it more fun. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So after this, Katie is going to. I'm going to keep wow my promise with a story that I already know and hate. I'm going to keep my promise to you guys. Yeah. Because I did not forget to ruin Mandy's day. With some more. And uh, tell you guys about my favorite objective uh, sexual. I was like, I had it on the tip of my tongue, couldn't get it out. La, 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 la. Objective sexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll be right back. Welcome to Tilly Wakes. Hello and welcome to Totally Weird and Twisted. Viewer discretion is advised. We're back, twats. <laughs> oh, oh, 
What was the name of the girl with the plane? I don't remember. So she she's a close second. She doesn't stick out as my favorite. <laughs> I don't remember. I just spewed out her story. Well, when we get an update on her, you'll remember her name. I'm I sure. will remember her name because she likes to fuck airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> but this lady, I will never forget Yuri Tolachko. Yuri is number one in my Because my of brain. his sex doll, Objectum Sexual. And I will never forget Amanda Liberty. She's weirder. And that's who I'm talking about. She's weird. This woman is a fucking wackadoodle. And I love her. And I love her for it. As promised. Oh, here we go. Mandy's favorite topic ever. I love it so much. Objectum sexuals. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so I promised to talk about Amanda Liberty. She lives in Leeds, England, and she is trying to make her marriage to a chandelier, a 90-something-year-old chandelier, legal. And of course, there are hurdles to jump. Imagine that. She is currently 38. Eight or 39 so cheers to her <laughs> yeah she, i was shocked by that age i thought she was probably 60 if you see a picture of our strapping friend, young lady she looks like she's about 57 all right so i have to do a little bit of reading because there's a lot of quotes here so Stick with me. Not to unpack. All right. Mm -hmm. So I want you guys to take it all in. And I hope she's as near and dear to your heart as she is to ours. Hers. Her heart. Her heart. (laughs) Okay. This is way better. to my butt. This is way. She's really near and dear to Mandy's gag reflex. Mm -hmm. She is. This is way. For those of you that loved the episode on the woman that was obsessed with the plane oh my god you are in for a treat for those of you that have been our you know, one of our followers for a long time i'm sure you'll laugh again yes you've heard this before you've but heard this before and there's a there's a really, really katie it never gets old there's <laughs> there's there's a small update that i will share there's no movement on the marriage so don't get excited But there is a small update when I was looking her up again, just to make sure that I had my I's dotted and my T's crossed. I found a small update. So I'll just bear with me and I'll get to it. Okay. All right. So byline leads woman plans to marry a chandelier she bought online and admits she's hooked on kisses and cuddles with a dusty antique. Well. You can get electrocuted, lady. If you aren't hooked, I don't know what will get you stoked. You guys are in for such a treat. Okay. So when this article was written, it was December 5th, 2017. 
and this is from the sun okay in the uk which so in that picture she's actually like 33 yeah that is that's interesting unfortunate (laughs) okay amanda liberty 33 which is now she's 38 isn't phased by the whopping 57 year age gap (laughs) between her and the tarnished light fitting who she has dubbed lumiere speaking of her wife to be who she spent 400 british pounds Shipping over from Europe last year, Lumiere came from Germany. She said, as soon as I saw Lumiere on eBay, I knew immediately that she was the one for me and it was love at first sight. She was based in Germany and although I knew it would be tricky to get her home, I knew I needed to find a way to make her mine. Do we know what she does for work? I doubt she's on LinkedIn. We can check. I will. I couldn't stop thinking about her and how beautiful she was. She has such a beautiful shape and I could feel really amazing energy coming from her. Because she's like 90 something years old. Yeah. After winning the online auction, Amanda patiently waited for her to turn up at her Leeds home, turning to her 24 other chandeliers who she claims she was in an open relationship with before meeting Lumiere. Oh, did she now? This is Mandy's absolute favorite. Now, mind you, I told you in our last episode that when I first told this story on our podcast that Mandy was on steroids oh, and she yes. had legit roid rage. I, I did. And it mm. made her I admit it. So fucking mad. And I should have had a little bit more couth for her situation, but all it did was make me laugh. (laughs) Oh, I think it did help lighten my, it was hilarious. My raginess. It was fucking hilarious. And it still is. I was honestly shocked at how much it, like, I still don't obviously love this subject. Mandy's favorite uh, topic ever is that was the worst day sexual. to debut it. She was like, if you say that word one more time, and I was like, what objectum sex? I think the last time we talked about it too, I was like pre PMS or something, and it was like it was getting me. I mean, I don't love it right now, but I'm not. I'm not so ready. here, let me close that ad. Here is a picture of mother trucker. Here's a. Pi- send it to me i'll post here's it. lumiere okay all right she said after buying the chandelier i patiently waited for her to be imported into the uk and after six days of waiting she was finally in my arms arms how sweet she had been disassembled for her own safety but once i put all her pieces together and she settled into her new home our relationship just went from strength to strength strength to strength that's what her quote says well a so friend stayed the same is what she's saying pretty much <laughs> because inanimate object mm-hmm. last valentine's day i proposed to her to signify our long-lasting love so and how pray tell did she respond that's a thing that happened 
Sounds like you kidnapped her. So there is a, you know what, I'll get Jewel in a minute. I hope that's one she sleeps in bed with. Jewel. Is that the one? Mm -hmm. She sleeps with a smaller chandelier every night because Lumiere is too big for her bed. Yeah. So she sleeps with a smaller chandelier named Jewel. Is priceless. It really is. (laughs) Oh, man. I can't wait for you guys to see this. I hope at some point we will have a commitment ceremony. I haven't been engaged before, so it's very new and exciting. Perhaps due to Lumiere's age, Amanda doesn't take her to bed every night, preferring to snuggle up with another of her fancy light shades called Jewel under the covers. Amanda said, none of my chandeliers are jealous of each other. They understand. Oh, they're not. I know. That's amazing. How does she even know? (laughs) None of my chandeliers are jealous of each other. They understand that I love them all, or I love them all for all of their different personalities. So if these are not haunted objects, then this girl's fucking crazy. Cray cray. And not in a cool way. (laughs) Not like us. Not like (laughs) her big crazy (laughs) For example, are you ready? Buckle up. I love kissing and cuddling Lumiere, but I sleep with Jewel every night as she is portable and very nice to cuddle. Ew, 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 dude. I think it's so gross. Mandy sang it. She is doing some stuff with that chandelier. Can you imagine what's going where? No, she better replace that show with plastic bulbs or she's going to end up in a world of pain. She puts candles. I guarantee she does. She puts candles in her chandeliers. These are legit chandeliers. These aren't the shit that we have over our dining room tables. But I think the one that she had the picture of in bed had light pictures. I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah. Well, she's she's obviously a younger lady. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She sleeps with the young ones and marries the old ones. God, younger lady. A younger lady. <laughs> I spend my spare time restoring old and broken chandeliers to their former glory, which I really enjoy, as I can tell that they enjoy the attention that they receive. Do they? Are they like, yeah, rub me harder? Like, <laughs> I love that wax. My dream job would be to work in a pub in public buildings such as Buckingham Palace, looking after the grand chandeliers well, that's that they quite have the- there. <laughs> building my god i want to work at buckingham palace so i can fuck your chandeliers could you imagine the queen would be like get this crazy bitch out of my house they'd be like send this bitch to or they'd Australia. be like she no one we've interviewed takes as great care of these chandeliers then that's because Amanda she cleans Liberty. them with her twat <laughs> yes she does for real yes she yes. does um but it always hasn't but it hasn't always been a light touch that amanda has craved um a light as in like light actual light bulb oh i think we're getting ready to talk about her surname as an objectum sexual someone who is sexually attracted to inanimate objects all sorts of bits and bobs have caught her eye Pits and bobs. That's a British thing. Gross. (laughs) Her first relationship was with a drum kit when she was 14. 
But as she grew older, her tastes developed. What I don't understand is she soon had her eye on bigger sites. If you're an objectum sexual, why not a dildo? Are you attracted to all fucking objects? No. Because she had a drum set, the Statue of Liberty. She had chandeliers. (laughs) Someone had an airplane. Yeah. But she was like, she specifically somebody has airplanes. Somebody else had the creepy doll. Remember they married that doll? Oh, yes. That that's, was so gross. That's an objectum sexual because it's well, an I know, object. But, but they liked dolls. Still, it's an object. Like, she likes all sorts of weird shit. She's like, I fucked my sink faucet yesterday <laughs> and then I cheated on him with a drum set. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Not I married a chandelier. My sink faucet. <laughs> I like how to fuck my shower. Welcome to being a woman, lady. <laughs> okay, if falling in love with a chandelier, my eyes are so large. I know. If falling in love with a running. chandelier didn't seal the deal, the crazy deal for you, this or the drum set. Because <laughs> I don't enough, remember that from last time. There but that really got me. There was, there was, there wasn't enough. Um, there wasn't Story enough background behind the job set. This is a fucking doozy. And the um the update mentions this as well, yeah, which is fucking great. It. Amanda fell in love with the Statue of Liberty, which she affectionately calls Libby, and has traveled to the U.S. six times <laughs> to gaze longingly at the 93-meter-tall monument. Good God. In 2010, she even changed her surname by deed poll, which is legally. Deed poll. Deed poll. To Liberty to show her commitment to the 142-year-old statue, which stands overlooking the city of New York. It's not sweet. However, Amanda struggled to have a long-distance relationship with the green woman, who has an eight-foot-long face. And she turned to her chandeliers for comfort. So she cheated mm-hmm. on the Statue of Liberty with her chandeliers. Her living room. Oh, so that overlapped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, oh guys, I'm going to have to screenshot all of this. Her living room is adorned with memorabilia dedicated to the monument. And she insists that she still loves Libby. Scandal. Well, look at this. It is all flags of the United States and pictures and statues of the Statue of Liberty. Look, that's the Statue of Liberty. It's a big, big old flag behind it. I know. And that's where her TV is, too. So can you imagine sitting on that couch? Is that like a... Meanwhile, here she is fucking licking face with a chandelier that is not... That is not Lumiere. Amanda puckers up. To one of her to one 25. of her twenty five chandeliers, he used to be in an open relationship before meeting <laughs> Lumiere on eBay. So that chandelier was in an open relationship with her. All of them were before she met Lumiere. Amanda said, "People often can't understand that this is just a natural orientation for me. That I can find the beauty in objects and can sense their energy. I mean, okay." I want others to see how happy the chandeliers make me and how much they've enriched my life. 
I mean, no, no, ma'am. I collect things. I don't fuck them. I collect them. Yeah. I don't hoard the Statue of Liberty and I don't hoard chandeliers. I don't hoard things that I collect and I don't fuck them. No, I can tell you that much. I'm not hurting anyone by entering into a relationship with them. I'm simply just following my heart. Mm. Okay. So update time. Let me find the update. I believe a woman who became famous for planning to marry a chandelier has revealed her new tattoo of her fiance. Despite already being. Oh, so they're engaged now. Well, remember, she proposed. She put a ring on it. Oh, this is the chandelier we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Um, Despite already being engaged to a century-old chandelier Lumiere, Amanda Liberty has gone one step further to show how committed she is to her love by undergoing the needle for one and a half hours. The Leeds native had the colorful inking of Lumiere, which is on her left arm, designed by Alice Perrin from hit E4 TV show Tattoo Fixers. Okay. Amanda identifies as objective sexual, which means she feels attraction to objects and not people after first falling in love with a drum kit at 14. She since went on to love New York's iconic Statue of Liberty, even changing her sur- her surname by deed pole to Liberty. What is deed pole? You keep saying deed pole. That that's mean? just like you know how we just say we legally change it. You know. Okay. That's how. Yeah, that's, that's their how we, terminology. Yeah. Um. Amanda, who has one other tattoo, an American flag. On her Mm. right upper arm says, when I first saw Lumiere, I knew she was the one for me. It was love at first sight. So. That's kind of a cute tattoo. It is a cute tattoo. It's also a very generic chandelier. It is. Like, this was like a fad tattoo. It's supposed to be fashioned after Lumiere. It is. Lumiere doesn't look like that. This is like that fad chandelier. That yeah. went around like maybe five years Those ago. Those are like the cardboard cutout chandeliers I get around Halloween time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I love them, but this is not well, a yeah. year. First time I saw the tattoo, it was amazing. Alice's tattoo was the best fit, and I chose her because of it. It amazing. looks like a Halloween decoration. It's just like a black print of like a. Yeah, it does look like a Halloween. Um, I was so pleased to see the final result. It was incredible. Lumiere also thought it was brilliant. She gave me the energy, telling me it was great. Mm. She tells me when she doesn't like things, but she really likes the tattoo. I just. (laughs) Amanda has not yet found a venue for her ceremony, which will be open to such unusual nuptials. She said, we don't have anything booked yet. I have friends all over the world and I want all of them to be there. I don't want to marry her without lots of people there. I don't want it to be just me and Lumiere. She has such a beautiful shape and I, and I feel really, it it really is. And I feel really amazing energy coming from her ahead of the festive season. Lumiere has been dressed in festive wear, wearing red bows. We're both ready for Christmas. I'm really excited. So I have all sorts of pictures for you guys that we're going to post. Oh boy. You're going to love them. So not my favorite but it's still entertaining it's the best <laughs> i did not forget she i was when she came over i said so what are you talking about she's like 
I don't think I forgot. And I was like, about, oh. <laughs> Her face just like, damn it. Dropped. Yeah, it was great. The plane popped into my head and I was like, oh, shit. That's right. I did not forget, dear friends. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I certainly did. <laughs> and Katie will be sure to give us any updates on any of these objectum sexual. Oh, songs. I found a list. <laughs> There's this one guy we have to look. He was like uh, attracted to sinks. Mm-hmm. Sinks? I saw it a long time ago, but I'm sure we can find him. Oh, I'll find him. <laughs> if he's out there. This is him. like the best fucking thing in the world. I'm fascinated by these weirdos. He would like sneak into the garage to like have an affair with the sink or something. It was weird. I have to. It was a long time ago. It was probably before we even started this. Anyway, hope you guys have a good night. And we will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Well, dears, that's all for tonight. I know it's so sad, but I hope you all enjoyed yourselves and come back to see us next time. Sleep tight, my lovelies, and don't let the wretched old hag bite. my sink faucet yesterday and then i cheated on him with a drum set <laughs> like what the fuck not i married a chandelier my sink faucet <laughs> i like how to fuck my shower welcome to being a woman lady <laughs> oh my god people have been doing that for generations It took a minute for that to sink in, then I choked. <laughs> but, I know, almost peed. Woman lady. I almost peed. <laughs> I'm so good. <laughs> Women figured that out the second they got running water. Okay. God damn it. Oh, it doesn't mean. You love it and it loves you back. I know. It doesn't make you an objectum sexual. It means you're horny. Yeah. Oh, man. That was good. You don't need no man. Good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You men better, better watch out. You better keep your lady happy. <laughs> She's going to use the shower. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>